Welcome back to 88.5 FM WCUG Cougar Radio. My name is Logan, and I'm continuing the artist slash community interview series. This is a little bit of both. Um, it's going to be covering Passaquan, Passafest 2022. Uh, we're here with Charles Fowler, the caretaker. Hello. Passaquan. How's it going? Um, it's going all right. Thank you for having me. Yeah, totally. Uh, so Passafest is being held at Passaquan. For the student population who doesn't really know, what is Passaquan? Passaquan is a um, seven-acre art compound built by the fortune teller artist named St. Ohm, Eddie Owens Martin. He was born in 1908, spent some time in New York. Uh, in the During the Roaring Twenties, came out as homosexual, became a drag queen, sex worker, uh, drug dealer, all the fun things to do at the time, right? And then 19... 19- 35, he had this vision of this future tribe called the Passacoyans that he believed um, like all races and religions would blend together to form this new tribe, this new religion, and he would be heralded as their self-ordained saint. And obsessed with this idea, he just researched different cultures and religions, applied some of these kind of fashions and ideals upon himself and further alienated himself from the outsiders of the outsiders in New York at the time. And ended up just creating his own world. And uh, 1945, became a fortune teller and then moved back to Georgia in 1950. Began building the site by himself. Hired mostly young African-American men uh, in the early 60s. Paid him like $10 an hour at the time, which was a lot. And for 30 years, him and his workers and through like college students at Mercer, artists, musicians, actors, poets, all these like weirdos at the time who heard about it, I, I guess, you know, the old saying, if you build it, they will come. Um, all these folks just came and helped him out for 30 years. And unfortunately, he took his own life at the age of 77, April 16th, 1986, which happens to be the date of our festival, Pacifest. So, okay. <laughs> so it's going to be like a, um, it's going to be like a celebration of his life and his legacy, you know, and this guy basically lived on his own terms and his own rules and we want to celebrate that. Right. That's an awesome sentiment. I never knew the, I mean, I knew a little bit about the history, but I never knew it that in depth. So knowing that this whole festival is built around that is awesome. Yeah. So you're the caretaker. Is that your title there? Uh, I just got a new title. It's now the project coordinator, but um, it's basically a fancy caretaker title, I guess. So I, I pretty much, you know, I cut the grass. I send artwork to different galleries social media all if they need it done i will do it you know i gotcha yeah so that's awesome um what makes passive fest like uh you already sort of delved into it but what makes it a unique experience from a larger festival well i think one you're at a art environment right um you're in this large space that's just colorful and you're you're immersed in a in a in a place right um whereas yeah i don't know you're just immersed in all this artwork and uh we also we happen to have the liberty of being sort of a like uh not so big and not so small of a festival where you can sort of just chill out you know we we invite people to just bring out blankets and just enjoy music rock out or buy some art Appreciate it. We'll also have fortune. We'll have a fortune teller there so you can get your fortunes read and 
who have face painters and people who do your hair like the Pasacoins and stuff like that. So it, it's a bit of an immersive kind of uh, experience. And if you don't want to immerse yourself, just chill out, you know? Exactly. That's so cool. That's sort of taking his, uh, their idea of not alienating yourself from the outside world, but almost looking in yeah, during that yeah. time. That's awesome. Um, what bands have you brought in, to the festival in the past, and what bands are you bringing this year? So in the past, I guess under Columbus State, um, we've brought a band that mostly is active in Atlanta, they're called Crispin Wall. Some of the members are from Columbus and moved to Atlanta and, and started doing like some uh, psychedelic rock music. You know, um, they, they, they created their own genre called Shred Gaze. Uh, so they're like, like they literally shred, you know, sweet picking, but like the chill beats and stuff like that. Um, one of my favorite groups that we've had out there, very supportive of us too. So um, and then we've had Chickasaw Mud Puppies, who uh, are from Athens. Uh, their first album was produced by Michael Stipe of R.E.M. Okay. And, um, you know, big supporter of Pasaquan as well. Uh, so we wanted them to come out. And they're actually on our final record that we recorded during the, the pandemic lockdowns. Because um, we were going to have a Pacifest 2020 um, but we ended up just uh, transforming it into a vinyl record project. And we brought out Lonnie Holly, who is a visual artist who's been featured at the Metropolitan Museum and many institutions all over the world uh, from Birmingham, Alabama, created his own art environment too. But unfortunately, it's gone. It was destroyed by the city of Birmingham. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. We just It's just a wide variety of music. Um uh, it's all eclectic, and I think we continued it on to this year, too. Yeah. So do you just, I saw on the uh, lineup there's a band called Zeta. Is that how you pronounce Yeah, it? Zeta. Yeah. They're uh, from Venezuela. They do, and they describe it as uh, psychedelic Latin music. That's and, so cool. Oh, man. Yeah. Like, it reminds me of a slightly heavier Mars Volta. Okay. Uh, yeah. You know, as I Mars Volta during my day, I guess, was a... I don't know. I just loved at the drive-in and when they turned to Mars Volta and Sparta, I was just right. like, I'm all for it. So, so I'm a huge fan of John Frusciante and they did a lot of stuff or they mm -hmm. sort of worked mm -hmm. around that circle a lot. So I'm a little bit familiar. If I had a time machine, I would go back in time to see Mars Volta and Red Hot Chili Peppers tour together. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I say I'm going to see them with the Strokes uh, in August. Nice. And I can't tell you how excited I am for that. Sweet. So after a year off of the pandemic, what has changed about the festival and what sort of remains the same? Um, I think, to be honest, I think it's... Uh, so last festival, I think it's about the same, to be honest. We didn't really change too much. We luckily, because it's mostly an outdoor event, people are spaced out enough. We're, we're, we feel a little comfortable with, you know, people coming out and hopefully feeling comfortable enough to have their own little section to hang out in right um but we, we are closing off the inside of the house i think is just too much foot traffic it's to keep the artwork safe you know right and um but yeah i think for the most part it's about the same um if if anything the music is a little more dancier you know you should okay. be able to move to because uh i think you know being locked up you just want i think people emailing me sending me messages just saying, I just want to move. I just want to dance. Yeah. You know? So I think we try to get more high energy music this time around. So, yeah. 
Right. And so that sort of goes into my next question. Um, that demand for live music has never been more prevalent than now as we're, we sort of went through almost like three or four phases of the pandemic where it's like, oh, we're open, we're closed, we're open, mm-hmm. we're closed. Um, it's sort of like locked people up. Um, and I've been going to a little bit of local shows and seeing like the turnout get higher and higher. And do you think this is going to be a, like one of the higher turnouts from a Pacifest? Oh, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Um, I think last Pacifest, we had about a thousand people throughout the day. And, um, you know, it, it, it should be fun, you know? Um, I think, uh, again, like just getting all these emails and people just saying like, I'm ready, you know, and just hearing the excitement buzzing around people just getting ready to just come out here and have a nice time, hopefully. Oh, I mean, they will. They will. <laughs> and say, so there's no hoping. Every student who's listening right now, you better. Oh, by the way, before I forget, um, if you order tickets online, you can actually, it's 10 bucks for students. Just bring a student ID. Um, it's 20 bucks for non-students on Eventbrite, but at the gates, um, 30 bucks for regular tickets. But I think it'll still be 10 bucks at the gate for students. Just bring an ID. So make sure to bring that ID and order in advance. Yeah, your 909 cards. Come on. There we go. Um, just, uh, also more, adi- I guess, additional information about the, uh, event. What time does it start? It starts at 11 a.m. and should end around 10 p.m. It okay. depends if, uh, some of the, the acts decide to act up, you know? Right. <laughs> Play a little bit longer than they should. Mm-hmm. One of the, I got an email from one of the acts, his name, uh, he goes by Terror, P- Terror Pigeon. Um, I heard him first on NPR like 10 years ago. He had right. a song called It's Okay to Do What You Know in Your Heart to Be Right. It's all in the acronym, though. Yeah. Um, and when you see him, he gets like blow up um, puppets and crazy lights. And it's just usually by himself, but he has such high energy that you're just like swept up, you know. And he'll sometimes in Atlanta do like slumber party concerts where people bring their PJs and stuffed animals Okay, and, and like he just performs to like sometimes they sleep and he just performs some sleeping music. So it's it, he's he's weird and I love it. So that's so cool. I love it's almost like concept art in front of or performance art. I'm not too well versed in like the technicalities, but might be a combination of both. Yeah, conceptual performance art. Yeah, that's so cool to me. I'm excited to see him or them. I don't know pronouns, <laughs> but uh, what goals do you have for uh, the future of Pacifest? Man, I, I just, I guess I just continue just the whole, I don't know, like it's back and forth. I want it to continue to grow, but we don't want it to grow too large, you know, because the forefront is that this is for the art. This is a celebration of his work. And if we have too many people, it could possibly put the art in danger. And so we have to f- sort of go in that fine line of like attracting people, but not, um, attracting too much i guess right um maybe we've considered different variations i've also want to bring out acts like not even just like when you do like a performance or a festival like this it's almost like it's all types of folks coming out and if the music is too eclectic you know sometimes it will turn some people off like if you have a noise group and then but people in the area want country you know right um so maybe I'll have like satellite pacifests where it's like maybe I'll get the more experimental side and composers um, and have them just like come out and 
do a night where it's you know it, you're here for this type of music and this type of stuff and yeah we hope to just do more performances like that that sounds awesome and so i hope it grows into something like that yeah um and i hope like with the what we did with the vinyl like like the entire time we were filming oh so we also filmed besides making a vinyl we filmed everyone too and like i just want to do like la blocky tech or takeaway shows right on youtube yeah, i love that series yeah so we've been trying to get something like that started here but it's so hard getting the groundwork for it to get up yeah and so i figured you know we have this seven acre art compound you could choose wherever you like to be and right like perform wherever and we've proven that you can sort of do that you know one yeah. guy performed in the sandpit this one group performed in the I don't know, back of the place. It's just, there's so much possibilities. Right. Well, was that during the video or uh, are there going to be multiple stages at Pacifest? There, there's going to be, oh, actually, that's a good question. Um, we're going to, we're going to actually have one main stage and then the sand pit, the ceremonial sand pit. We're going to have a group that's going to perform a little bit in between. Um, they're going to be more like electronic music. They're going to, they've had, taken samples of Eddie's voice and they want to like manipulate it. So uh, I haven't really listened to them. So we'll see how they go. Okay. You know, it's going to be a surprise for me too. So they were sort of a last minute um, brought on last minute. So they're not on, on any promotional material or anything, but, um, but I don't know. So that's awesome. A little pop-up show. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, super cool. Um, so you mentioned it earlier where Pacifest offers uh, a little bit more than music. Uh, could you go into what the attendees could find on the Pacifest grounds or yeah. Pasquan grounds? Uh, yeah. So I mentioned fortune tellers and face painters and hair designers, you know, but we also going to have like, I believe the number is 32 different artists from all over Georgia. Ooh. Some of them are crafts artists. Some of them are uh, visionary. Some of them are folk artists. So there's a, a wide variety of art to be seen there. And um, yeah, and they're again, they're like from all over Georgia. And I think a couple of them are coming from like Texas and um, Mississippi. So I don't know. You hopefully will find something that floats your boat. Right. Awesome. Well, I've sort of ran through the questions pretty fast. Um, is there anything um, you would like to shout out about Pass Fest or in general? Yeah, I, I guess... Uh, in general, I mean, uh, you know, follow us on Friends of Pasaco on Facebook or Instagram to keep up with what we do out there. We've done different programs. Uh, 2017, we've worked with the Schwab School of Music. Yeah. Is that the title? Okay, sorry, Schwab. Yeah. No um, worries. <laughs> um, we've worked with them, and uh, Dr. James Ogburn uh, did an opera all about Eddie's life. You know, um, we had like 400 people show up. I had someone drive down from like New York just to see it. Um, it's all on YouTube as well, but like, that's just to give you an example of different kind of like activities that we do. It's not just, we, we want to just engage people. We, we want it to be an inter multi, uh, experiential kind of multi experiential kind of like, Oh yeah. my God, that's what I say. Uh, it, 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 no, yeah, for sure. It <laughs> just, it, oh, sorry. Oh, I was going to say, but you know, we want people to, to utilize the space too, even for different students. Like we've had chemistry majors, we have art majors, music majors, art majors, 
S A R. But you know, it's just um, we want to engage as many people as possible. If you have a cool idea, we we we're, we might be open to it. Right. Awesome. Say so it's not just a once a year deal. Like Passive mm-hmm. Quan's open all the time. Right. Yes. Well, yeah. Friday through Sunday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. And um, yeah. What else to plug? Uh, you got a social media? Oh, friends of Pasquan. Friends of Pasquan everywhere. Friends, Facebook and Instagram. May uh, you might actually? I think we do have a TikTok. I, okay. I made one and then was like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. I forgot that existed. It's it's hard <laughs> to keep up, man. There's so, so many things. All these kiddos out here. I, yeah, I'll get but, an email. Someone said, "Hey, I, I sent you a message." I'm like, "Which platform?" Yeah. <laughs> so that's super cool, though. Well, thank you for coming in. Yeah, um, thank you. So make sure to go check out uh, Passifest April 16th if you don't have anything going on. Doors open at 11. You said yes. Doors open at 11. Music all day. Art all day. Fortune telling all day. Yes. Thank you, Charles, for coming in. Thank you. Thank you. Y'all make sure. Nope. Yep. Sorry. I keep talking over you. I feel so bad. All right. But I just want to say thank you for giving me the ability to talk and um, and this fun interview. And um, hopefully y'all are interested in Pacifest and we'll see you out there. For sure. All right. Thank you for listening. The WCUG Artist Interview Series is produced with the cooperation of the student staff of WCUG Cougar Radio in the CSU Department of Communication. Thank you to Department Chair Dr. Dana Gibson and WCUG Faculty Advisor Dr. Bruce Getz for their help in airing this show. Operations Director of WCUG Cougar Radio, Show Irakawa. Our Programming Manager is Lewis Myers. Marketing Manager is Logan Swain. And our Production Manager is Austin Slocum. This episode was produced by Logan Swain and edited by Show Irakawa. You can listen to our show and more online by searching for our call letters, WCUG. Thanks for listening to the WCUG Artist Interview Series. 